Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Monday, December the 7th. First up today and a day before the new COVID vaccine starts to be given out for the first time, there are concerns supplies of it could be disrupted after Brexit. Wales's health minister reckons it could be difficult to get doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech jab after the transition period ends on December the 31st. There have been fears for a long time that a no deal could lead to delays to freight coming in and out of ports, including Dover and the Channel Tunnel at Folkestone. However, the government has said today it has plans to ensure the continued supply of the vaccine by air if necessary. Meantime, Medway now has the highest coronavirus infection rate in the UK. It's overtaken Swale to become the worst area with almost 600 cases per 100,000 people. Thanet is fifth in the country and Maidstone, Gravesham and Dover are also in the top 20. Well, the military has been brought in to help with mass testing at three sites in Medway. We've been to the one that's opened in Chattenden. We've been chatting to Medway Council leader Alan Jarrett, Medway's Director of Public Health James Williams and First Lieutenant Colonel James Cackett, who's commanding officer for Medway Resilience Unit. So uh, the military are used to um, delivering tasks uh, and we'll we'll set up processes for that. Uh, And in many ways, this is no different uh, to many of the other activities that we do in our day-to-day business. So what does an asymptomatic testing site look like? People will book on uh, to uh, register a slot for a test. They'll then turn up where they're met by a soldier who will direct them to the registration desk. They'll be helped through that registration process and then they'll be coached through how to take a swab uh, themselves that they'll then hand over uh, and one of my soldiers will then do the processing of that and then record the results uh, into the uh, central uh, database and then uh, the individual who's been tested will receive their result from the NHS Test and Trace app uh, shortly after uh, they've left the testing site. I requested uh, support not because we didn't know or didn't have the capability to do it ourselves but because we wanted to implement our plan really really quickly i developed this uh, plan working with my colleagues uh, across the piece and what the military are here to do is to help us to deliver that plan so it's medway council that is in control um, we are working in partnership with our military colleagues who are doing a fantastic job uh, and as you probably aware, i'm an ex-military man myself so i know the quality of the service and i know what uh, can be done and if you need a job done really quickly then you know the British military are the best people in the world to do that and very clearly we are uh, in the lead the military here to support us and they're doing a fantastic job. From this we hope to um, identify people that um, don't have a uh, Covid symptom that are out there in the community spreading it without realising it so identify those get themselves isolated and contain the spread. That's that's the aim of the exercise and it's worked elsewhere and we expect it to work here. Elsewhere, a whole year group at Kent's biggest secondary school has been sent home following a case of COVID-19. All year eight pupils at Homewood School in Tenterden are now self-isolating for 14 days. The rest of the school remains open. Elsewhere, a school in Dartford has been forced to close early for Christmas after a significant rise in cases. The number of positive tests has led to staff shortages at Temple Hill Primary 
primary. It's closing until next term with teachers providing online learning for the next two weeks. And Aylesford School will also be shut until January after confirming cases in every year group. And one final word on COVID today is more than half of you who've responded to a poll on Kent Online feel supermarkets have become complacent when it comes to enforcing social distancing. Kent Online editor Ed McConnell joins me to chat about this and you've been speaking to a brewer in the county, Ed, who's particularly unhappy. Yeah, that's right. I've been speaking to Piers McDonald over at Nelson Brewery, which is based at Chatham Dockyard. Uh, he called me out of frustration, really, um, after making several visits to local supermarkets and observing a very different situation to how it was in March um, when staff were sanitising the trolleys and monitoring queues. Um, what he saw was pretty much a free-for-all. Um, and obviously, being linked to the hospitality industry, um, you know, while he still can trade to some extent, it's been a very frustrating time for him. He was sort of wanting to vent his frustration um, out of what he sees as a kind of complacency within other industries and, and which he thinks is going unreported uh, to some extent. And what's the reaction been on our social media? Based on what we've seen today on social media and also in response to the article in the comments, um, a lot of people agree with him. Uh, it's Whether that's because of the supermarkets themselves um, and the staff not doing as much, managers not asking for as much um, or because shoppers are just becoming complacent um, is unclear. I think a lot of people were sort of going for the latter, thinking that maybe people have just become a bit complacent with it, a bit bored. Um, but then I suppose you could make the argument that if, if people aren't there monitoring it in the same way as they were before, uh, it kind of gives that full sense of security. So what do supermarkets have to say about it then? So supermarkets, um, for their part, they reject this. They say all the measures that were in place at the start uh, of the first lockdown, um, as does sanitisation process, where apparently there's staff stationed at the entrances to every store, handing out sanitised trolleys and baskets, um, Audi's traffic light system, all these things are still in place. Uh, they haven't changed anything. Um, they did say, I think Audi in particular, that perhaps members of staff that were on hand at the start to offer advice or to kind of teach people how, how to use the new processes, maybe they're not there anymore because people should know by now. But in terms of their measures, apparently they're all still there. Thanks ever so much, Ed. You can still have your say by voting in the poll or commenting on the story. Kent Online News. A woman who's thought to be pregnant has been stabbed twice at a block of flats in Maidstone. Witnesses say ambulance crews, armed police and the force helicopter were called to Pudding Lane last night. The victim has been taken to a London hospital and is in a stable condition. A 33-year-old man and two women aged 28 and 42 have been arrested on suspicion of assault. Residents in Who say the arrival of an Amazon distribution centre has been a blight on their community. It was hoped the retail giant would bring some extra cash to the area. But locals have been speaking up as drivers continue to leave excrement and bottles of urine by the roadside. Last week, a toilet was even placed on the Ratcliffe Highway in protest of the driver's behaviour. Marie Bennett lives near to the Amazon depot and has been speaking to our reporter Chris for the Kent Online podcast. The roads around here have been a complete nightmare with the lorry, especially coming up to Christmas. Um, everyone obviously is ordering online where they're not going out shopping. 
um, the lorries have increased tenfold. Um, there's been various accidents, especially on Four Elms Hill. Um, when there is an accident, no one can get in and out of the village because there's only one road in and one road out. Um, emergency services can't get in when the roads are all blocked. The lorries are trying to go through Cliff, High Halstow and Cooling. Can't get through and block the roads there. It's just, it's just a nightmare. And what's the feeling among everyone else that you've spoken to? Exactly the same. Uh, we've actually made a page on Facebook, Moan About Who page, where everyone just puts their views and most of them are regarding Amazon, their drivers, the mess that they're leaving, um, how everyone's being upset about where they're parking. Yeah, and have you had much communication with Amazon or I other lorry drivers? Yes, I've actually, um, well, lorry drivers, they've been knocking on my door asking for directions when the um, Amazon first went up because they nicked my postcode. So everyone ended up at the door. Um, so yes, I've spoke to quite a few of the drivers. When I ride my horse, I have to ride it past all the drivers along the bridleway because that's where they park and I've spoken to a few there who have expressed their concerns because there's nowhere to stop, nowhere to get anything to eat, nowhere to have a wash and go to the toilet. Um, so they're asking me how to get to the village to go and find some food. Um, what else would you like to know? Well, something? what about Amazon, it, the company itself as well? Have you had the company itself, I've actually emailed them with photographs I've taken recently of all the mess that the drivers are actually leaving on the roadside, which is human feces and all their toilet roll, bottles of urine and rubbish. Um, twice I've tried to email them and I've had no reply. Well, we asked Amazon for a response. This is what they had to say. Any disruption caused by drivers does not reflect the high standards we have for our carrier partners and their drivers. We are continuing to progress further measures to address the matter, including the imminent opening of additional parking in close proximity to our site. Police are hunting burglars who smashed their way into a house near Gravesend and stole a safe containing a £35,000 Rolex watch. The victim returned to his home in Cobham last Wednesday night to find it ransacked. A CCTV device had been ripped out so he couldn't check the footage. Experts reckon snow might stop settling in Kent within the next 20 years. The Met Office is warning climate change could put an end to sub-zero temperatures in southern parts of Britain. Forecasters say if the trend continues, only very high ground and parts of northern Scotland will drop below freezing by 2080. Kent Online reports. Rochester Cathedral will be lit up green this evening, joining other famous landmarks in showing support for the NSPCC. It comes as cases of child cruelty and neglect in Kent have soared by 163% in the past three years. Helen Westerman from the charity says support for children is needed this year more than ever. It's just been so vital, particularly this year, to be there for every child that, that needs us. So, you know, we're really grateful for... For, for organisations like Rochester Cathedral for, you know, lighting up to, to mark our Christmas appeal here for children. Children are really invisible, have been throughout the pandemic with schools being shut and the eyes and ears of a community not being on, on children and young people. So it has been really, really challenging, I think. And those, you know, natural places for help and support, schools, youth services, mental health services have simply not been there. But likewise for parents, for parents that might have been struggling actually those normal places of help and support again haven't been there and that can make it really difficult for a family home 24 7 pressure of you know potentially poverty finance jobs coping with childcare and educating your children it can be a really challenging time 
can you just give some examples of the the compromising situations that young people could find themselves in yeah, I mean, children have been faced with all sorts. And we've heard from children contacting Childline, sometimes for the first time, sometimes routinely during the pandemic. Children have been witnessing domestic abuse, domestic violence in the home. They may have been left on their own for long periods of time. They may have felt very isolated from their friends and family and very worried about what the pandemic would mean for them and their family. We've also heard from children who, is, who have suffered abuse, sexual abuse and, and violence and um, you know the whole gamut of abuse has been vocalised by young people during this time. The company that runs the Grand Burston in Folkestone has been rated the UK's worst hotel chain for the eighth year running. Britannia received a one star rating in most categories including cleanliness and value for money in a survey about guest experiences. Now don't listen for a bit if you don't want to know who left Strictly last night. Kent's Harvey made it through to another week after topping the leaderboard with a score of 29 for his American Smooth. JJ Chalmers went out in Musicals Week after being beaten by Jamie Lang in the dance-off. And Brian Adams is returning to Kent next summer as part of a UK tour. The Canadian rock star will play the Spitfire Ground in Canterbury. The last time he played there was back in 2016. Tickets will go on sale at 10am on Friday. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham have made it five games unbeaten in the league after a 2-0 win over Swindon Town at the weekend. Dane Oliver got the first goal before Trey Coyle wrapped things up for the Jills. It means they're now 11th in the League One table and just four points off the playoff places. Boss Steve Evans spoke to our reporter Luke Cordell after the game. We, we looked like lost for the first 15, 17 minutes of the game, whatever it was. And we had to grind our way into it. We, we got a goal against them on a play, we don't kill ourselves, but... What a finish it is from Vidin. And um, and then I think we, we get back in the game and I think it's a bit of a level game thereafter. We've had a tough run of games, we don't kid it. Um, you know, we'll we'll regroup, we'll make ten or eleven changes for games on Tuesday. And then we'll get ready to, to face Doncaster, a team that will certainly be competing for the automatics. Yeah, listen, we're limited, aren't we? We've got what we'd say for us, three or four key players that are missing, you know, Jordan Graham and um, Jacob Mellis, Shooter Keith is, is out longer term. Zach Medley's missed two or three games now in a row, who was outstanding for us. But um, we've only got a small squad, but that has to be designed to fit the smallest budget in the league. So, no point in thinking you get the smallest budget in the league, you're going to go with a squad of 26 because they'll all be average players. We've not got average players, we've got good players, very good players. And we're a young side and we're learning, and they'll have learnt more today. Playing in front of that crowd on Tuesday night, it will be a step forward, won't it? But it'll be great. You're on about the crowd, it'll be great. Like just to go out and hear supporters and hear a buzz. And and as we all know, the Abbey is, is a tight little stadium. And to have 2,000 in, there'll be, it'll be a nice day of an atmosphere. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll do what we need to do on Tuesday. The hole is no interest. But as I said to you in the kickoff at 7.45, there'll be no different. We'll want to win. So that means I'll be shouting and that means I've got plenty of stick. And in cricket, Kent's Sam Billings will be heading home from South Africa after the rest of England's tour was called off. Bosses say it's to protect the mental and physical health of players from both sides. Three attempts to start the one-day international series were abandoned following concerns the biosecure bubble at the Shared Team Hotel had been breached. The T20 series was completed, though, with England winning 3-0. Well, that's it for today, but don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all of KM Group's newspapers just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.